0: Should we investigate?
1: Should you shut the
0: fuck up before you get us both killed? Everybody, welcome to the underrated podcast. This is a podcast where we discuss the films that we feel are underrated or perhaps underappreciated or even ones that have just slipped under the radar and have passed most people by. This is a show of um, a collaboration of friends and together we are the undercast company. Today's episode is about the death of Stalin. A 2017 British produced satire black comedy written and directed by Armando. Inanucci, and co-written by David Schneider, Ian Martin, and Peter Fellows. It includes the cast of Steve Buscemi, Rupert Friend, J- Jason Isaac, um, Michael Pollan, uh, Paul Whitehouse, and Jeffrey Tambor. Um, it's based on a graphic novel, um, a French graphic novel by I can't. Uh, It's the death of Stalin in French. Ooh, comic book movie. (laughs)
2: Le mot de Stalin.
0: Yeah, le Motte de Stalin, Uh, and depicts the power struggle following the death of Joseph Stalin, and and we'll discuss how they took liberties on this event, or potential liberties. Uh, It got an IMDb score of seven point two and a Metacritic score of eighty eight. So for this, um, this movie is a pretty much uh under the radar category of a movie. Um so yeah. Initial thoughts guys. Uh Fred?
1: Yeah, and, you know, uh it was it was interesting. It's not normally my pick of a of a movie I would watch on my own. But uh after giving it a look, uh you know what? It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what the rest of you guys think. You know, What's your initial, uh, I guess, uh, initial thoughts?
2: No, I, I really liked it. This is a movie that I, I just watched for the first time, um, but I had been meaning to watch it for a really long time. I remember when it was first advertised. It was one of those movies I was like, oh, that looks really good. I, I need to go watch that. But it wasn't really playing a lot of places. And I just never got around to it, and I think that's what happened with a lot of people. I think it had a pretty limited release in the U.S., um, but I thought it was... Just really, really good satire, really um, relevant for some stuff that is happening in politics today. Um, but yeah, just uh, all the acting is great, particularly Jason Isaacs. Um, really, really good script. Uh, I Yeah, everything about it, I thought it was great. I, I love dark comedies, and this was very dark comedy, but uh, I enjoyed it.
0: And Alan?
3: Um. Well, I'm not a political guy. I'm not, not really into like political satire. Um. I immediately knew that it had to be the same dude. Now I'm looking it up. It's the same guy who did The Thick of It and In the Loop. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. I've They're heard of those. I haven't at- seen them. excruciatingly similar. They're, uh, I saw some of The Thick of It. It's a British television show. It's about the British government it has almost the exact same style
0: yeah I've been wanting to see it it has um the 12th doctor right
3: yeah the homie uh, Peter Capaldi he steals every scene Mm -hmm. in the show I saw like maybe the first season fucking way back when and you have to be into like politics and into that kind of thing
0: yeah it's like a British satire of the West Wing kind of I would think
3: yeah it's super dry like Asahi super dry beer kind of Mm -hmm. thing like it's just you have to be into that type of humor, but I watched it and I was like, "Yeah, it's alright." It wasn't like my cup of tea, but it was enjoyable for what it was. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So my initial thoughts, I actually ended up really, really liking it. Um, I found it like very. I I mean, I'm I'm I'm, I'm a big fan of Steve Buscemi, and um, yeah. so seeing him Same. in the in the Gorbachev role and. Um, uh, Khrushchev. Khrushchev, sorry. Khrushchev, not yeah. Gorbachev. Um, Khrushchev's role and, um...
3: Steve Buscemi, bring down that wall. <laughs> yeah.
0: And just, like, seeing, like, this kind of, like... It, it, you could... It's definitely not historically accurate, but in a well, way... Well, a lot of it, like, it is,
2: actually. Well, and yeah. And they, they, they move some stuff around, like, like but you know, the, you the, know, the plane seeing... crash happened a couple of years earlier and like, the recor- yeah. recording. Yeah. Like, those happened at different points, but, like, they, there, it was pretty, pretty historic, I watched a video on it today, it's pretty much historically accurate. Uh,
0: But seeing these characters, these, like, grandeur kind of caricatures of, of these, um, politicians, and, um, for me, I didn't, I, 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 of course, studied, like, the Cold War and, and Russia in, you know, in high school, but didn't have that much of a, like, a, going in that much of a background in the history, I still don't. But it was just like for me a very enjoyable um, movie, and I'll I'll talk about it later. But I found like the kind of like tonal twist at the end was like very grabbing because of how it was delivered. Um, I'll go back to that when we start yeah, getting I'll, into it. I'm
2: very curious. What I don't even know what you're talking about.
0: Oh uh, yeah, I'll will I'll point it out. And okay. okay, so this was um Sergio's pick. So he'll he's nice. his his thoughts on it.
4: So I chose this because, one, yeah, it is very under the radar. Not a lot of people that I know know about this film, or even know that it exists. You know, you talk, you bring it up, and they don't know what it is. And I really enjoy it a lot because, yeah, it's a political satire, but it's very much concentrated on the Stalinization and just the ridiculousness of what was going on at the time during the Soviet Union, and. So I found that very hilarious that it's just, uh, especially with this use of pacing and acting and caricatures of all these historical figures in power of this giant uh, global power, the way it's portrayed, they, like, a lot of people don't even drop their accents. They're all speaking English, and Stalin has a British accent, and it's just, it's, it's not ashamed of what it is, and it's just not taking itself seriously at all is treating it all as a big joke which it is and which it was and I think that was what, what was the point and it does utilize a lot of the pacing which is what Ariel was talking about at the end it just kind of it picks up really fast and it's just it it builds up its tension because how these characters are interacting and how they're constantly trying to one up the other and the other and they keep doing it over and over again until so finally you know the ending happens which we'll talk
3: about later i agree with the uh the accents thing I, I love that was probably my favorite part of the movie just because it really it's telling you like hey this because the movie's in a way very silly as well mm-hmm. like uh the beginning where he's just like where the two guys or they're they're at the orchestra or whatever and um he's just like, oh, how long was it? What, seven minutes or wait, 30 seconds or wait, is it 30 seconds starting now or is it 30 seconds yeah. starting later? Yeah. Or
1: whatever? Yeah, I, thought, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. I was like,
3: all right, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, it has to be the dude who did in the loop and the thick of it. Cause it's just exactly that kind of style. Mm-hmm. But- yeah. I
2: was going to, since you guys brought it up, I was going to ask um what you guys thought about them not doing Russian accents, just using normal accents because it's the same thing. I don't know if you guys watched Chernobyl, Chernobyl did that. And I think it did, I liked it a lot in Chernobyl, and I was listening to this podcast with the um, director or showrunner for Chernobyl, and he was saying that originally they had people doing accents, but, like, this isn't really working. Just kind of, like, go with, you know, whatever your normal accent is, because you have, like, Stellan Skarsgård and um, Jared Harris and a lot of, like, other European actors, and I think it works really well in both cases. I think if it had, if it, because they're all Russians, like, if you had, you know, uh, or not all Russians, but they're all, like, from the Soviet Union, like, I was, uh, Like, you know, Stalin, he's kind of from, uh, I think he was originally from, I can't remember, like, not, he's not from Russia, he's from, like, (coughs) Belarus or some shit like that, and he has, like, kind of a Cogni accent, so that's kind of like, you know, Cognis are kind of, like, in your um, Britain scene, it's kind of like the, like, lower class, you know, like, whenever you need somebody to do sound, like, kind of, they're from the lower class, that's what the accent they do, and Stalin was kind of from, originally, the lower class, so it kind of works for him for that, so I really thought it worked really well that they weren't trying to do these ridiculous kind of like over the top like, the comrade years old, years. You know, like it was just kind of mm-hmm. more naturalistic.
0: I think it comes down and, and the choice of doing that in both here and in Chernobyl is it comes down to interpretation and, and what it, it provides to the actual story for here, for this movie. it's It just adds to the whole absurdity of mm-hmm. what's happening in all these events and like just... It's just like, it's are the events are already like so outlandish, but like, like you said, they're grounded in reality. Whereas, like, just adding the absurdity of like, of all these different accents and stuff, it kind of adds to that absurdity. Like, just like the, this is true, but it's still kind of like so outlandish. And then for Chernobyl, I think. You, they didn't need to use the accents because of the source material and it's so impactful. And I think with Chernobyl, they wanted to connect with their audience. So, like, having people, like, talk with accents of their audiences, you know, and of the world kind of, it adds to that. And, like, adding to, like, it that Chernobyl was a world event in a way. I haven't seen Chernobyl yeah oh, you gotta so I, I know i know i, I mean, know.
3: wanted to watch it too
0: but but yeah i would think that like it's a choice and it was i think it was a choice that that was made intentionally for this movie just to add yeah. the absurdity
2: and yeah you know i think like i was saying it works really well for both those things because you only see inside the soviet union you only see characters in the soviet union whereas like i don't think it'll work for example for the americans you know because you, it's set mostly in America. There's very few Russians, so they do feel very other when they do their accent. So they, you know, they have to on you know, a show like that. They have to do a Russian accent. Where something like this, where you're only seeing Soviet Union people in the Soviet
1: Union, you're able to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I think it's you know it's a stylistic choice, and and yeah, you know, I think it's. I mean, either way you do it, you know, it's like you guys are saying. Since it's it is set in in, in Russia. Let's just say if that's how the way they want to portray them as they speak, because obviously everybody has a different accent, depending on you know, like like you said, who which actors what they all have a different way of speaking it, and it's it's I mean it's a satire, it's a comedy, so it works for them, it works in their favor to have that kind of uh, jokiness because the, the the movie itself is, is dealing with real things, uh, like like real uh, physical facts and things like that, so. It, it helps add that little bit of lightheartedness to some of the things that are going on because they have those, because they they just it's it's not even like they're trying to be, um, to be Russian or be anything like that. They're just being themselves. Yeah, so, yeah. It it lends itself well to to the the I guess the comedic aspect of it that they're trying to add to it. Because uh, then you kind of you kind of tell. Because if not. I mean, if they were to try the real accents and let's say do do a really good job, you could almost be like, this is like a a period piece of the movie instead of a a, a satirical, you know, thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that may, and it does kind of make it more universal, you know. It does it does feel like okay, uh, Well, this is something that happened in the Soviet Union. Does like it feels like? Oh yeah, this is something that could like happen anywhere, and it's still going on today in a lot of places, a lot of crazy dictatorships, and you know, even if it's not to that extreme, there's you know still stuff where like there's people who are this crazy and power hungry you know all over the place mm-hmm.
0: yeah so um let's get into like the story and um a bit more and uh basically like what s- scenes stood out to you and like overall like what this is a very comedic um movie of course and for me like it was uh there's just so much so many good like Satirical um, or comedic moments, like um, one that stands out right now is with Steve Buscemi, and then um, the man that in the in the beginning sta- um, Stalin wanted to be killed. I can't remember his name, but um, just that whole <laughs> just oh, that Oh, uh, you talk st- about
2: um, uh, what's his name from Arrested Development? Um, no, 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 uh, Jeffrey
0: Tambor. Um, no, the one that that um, Stalin wanted to get killed, like like he left for the at the end of the night. The night that's Stalin Um Yeah, the died. one whose wife
1: was supposedly. Yeah, the killed. one
0: whose wife. That whole that whole oh, scene right yeah, there yeah. where where Khrushchev is like, Here's your wife and stuff like that. He's like, She's dead. She's not dead. And like she's a oh, she's, she's a, a, a whore. She's a traitor she's a yeah. and stuff like that. And then she show she shows up and she's like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. It's just the absurdity of that scene and <laughs> just like Khrushchev just like like it's okay. Like don't stop saying that she's right she's behind right the there. door. <laughs> yeah. And because that,
4: that stuff really did happen during the time of the Soviet Union and during like those totalitarian governments. Just the whole just um you know, the gulags and mm-hmm. the secret like the K G B and the whole the whole thing with the interchangeable lists <coughs> Stalin's list being replaced with new lists uh-huh. after his death and just the fight for power and, and those are the kind of things where it's like, oh, these big government things or whatever politics. But politics aside, it's all one big joke, which is what the movie yeah. tries to show and do using a lot of using a lot of different methods that they use in the movie. Yeah, it kind
2: of reminded me of Jojo Rabbit a little bit in that respect. Like Jojo Rabbit was a lot more, uh, was a lot less dark. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of like was. They're both, but they're both like satires about these like horrible regimes and like these terrible people and it um you jojo rabbit you know you do kind of like have characters to root for whereas you don't really have anybody to root for really in this one but um yeah they both kind of
0: i think well i rooted for khrushchev i i mean he was trying to reform and like and that whole at the end where it's like he he was starting to reform and then they cut to like in the when they're like listening to the opera or not opera but the the concert and then they they cut to like bu- they cut the camera to behind them and it's um it's well, who's the one that that overtook them and did restalinization oh uh, my gosh we're getting oh, yes, all this is a history lesson on itself. Um, But like yeah, I'm gonna the be real. That...
3: I didn't remember anybody's name, so yeah. was that Steve Buscemi's character? Oh, yeah, I feel you, Buscemi, yeah.
0: Steve Buscemi took character Khrushchev took over yeah. and was doing de but then um he was kind of
2: else... like the lesser of all the evils, you know? Yeah. yeah,
3: honestly, yeah. I did root for him the whole time, but only because I'm like it's Steve Buscemi, so I was like. <laughs> I yeah. him, oh, I liked him
2: and you, you the know,
1: general. But I feel the general
2: like, I was going to go on to that like I yeah. fucking love the general in this movie. the like, general was Duffel funny. But you, you know what sick. I,
1: I, I got to say that it, that it, I feel that the was, movie was Draco Malfoy's dad just shows up and
0: Yeah, shows up in somewhere.
1: Somewhere.
2: He is.
0: Is. He, oh God, throws sorry, off bro, his jacket in in a in a, in a yeah. like of landish way and says I'm taking I'm I'm you know, I'm going to take everybody by the nuts.
2: Yeah, and he's got like 18 medals. Like he just like everyone else is like like got all this political like stuff, and they're like medals. trying to be all sneaky. And he's just like he's just like I don't give a shit. I'm just gonna let's just do a coup. I'm gonna punch this dude in the face. Like he just was like, let's do this. Like he just mm-hmm. had no chill, and it was fucking great. Yeah, there's so, just yeah, so he, many.
0: He now stole thinking the show about too, from it, me. yeah, it's not thinking about it. It's there's so many scenes that was just had me busting up laughing. Like the whole, um, the cars and the, their cars like. <laughs> blocking each other in, and they're like, oh, "No, no, we need to get out. We need to get out to say to pay our respects." Okay, get get back in the car. Get it, yeah, it back in the car. It's that
2: very like British like humor. Like they're like when they're like racing to go hug Svetlana. Like it's all that kind of like you know very dry British humor. Like about these horrible people. And mm-hmm. I was always also just busting and laughing the whole fucking movie.
0: Yeah, I I, I it's definitely one that I I definitely enjoyed and like. I want to see it again. It's been a it's been like a a week or so since I watched it, but yeah, I definitely want to see it again. And like I I under, like I got the sense of like yeah, like the JoJo Rabbit kind of like comedy of like if you like JoJo Rabbit, you'll definitely probably end up liking this one. Mhm. Mhm. Um yeah, they
2: very, very satirical.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. And um just putting like a a different interpretation of like these cl- you know, definitely evil people are, you know, Stalin mm-hmm. and and and, and yeah, That guy um,
2: sucked. <laughs> hot take, hot take. These guys suck. Oh
3: yeah. man, how how dare you say that?
1: <laughs> wow, that's that's super controversial. Can we have a a, a, a warning before this? Uh, these hot takes. Hot t- trigger warning. Yeah.
0: But so yeah, so what I t- I was touching on before. Um, I wanna go back to it is that um there yeah, for me there was I felt a definite tonal shift in the last like I'd say maybe like ten minutes of and it was like it was super sudden that it was like a shotgun to me, like a shotgun shot. Um of when they started basically their quote unquote trial of of um the main like we could Beria. call like the yeah, barrier. Um It just was, like, so sudden, and it was, it just, there was no comedy to it. Like, that's what it, which made for me, like, a lot more impactful and drastic of, like, their action. Like, this is, like, it happened so suddenly. And, I mean, like, yeah, historically, I'm pretty sure, like, that's how it was. Like, Like, it was within, within 10 minutes, this man was just dead, gone, burned. And it wasn't until maybe, like... Once Steve, once Khrushchev started like listing his his um his uh, what he was crimes. being charged his crimes and his charges, where I was like, oh, like, oh, this is like serious now, kind of thing or, like you know, and for me it was like uh, it it was a very smart choice to actually do that and to do it so suddenly to take the audience off guard because in a sense like this whole movie everybody is getting getting caught off guard you know there is some planning and stuff like that but with the politics of of soviet union and maybe touching on like politics of today in in certain countries like it could go that fast it's like you know like it's it was just like a very I very like um smart writing and in my opinion.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, that was, the ending, the ending really, was really good, um, I definitely like that, kind of, like, fast-paced frenetic, just, like, you know, because you knew it was building towards something, but you didn't know, because, I mean, I knew j- vaguely, like, what was going to happen, like, I knew Khrushchev would come to power, but, like, I didn't know what was going to happen, like, I didn't know the details, what happened with Barry, and, like, you know, uh, like, Stalin's son, and, you know, all these other players, and so, that, yeah, it was definitely ramped up really quickly, like you were saying, that, and provided a very powerful, impactful finale. And then just kind of the cherry on top is like, yeah, Khrushchev eventually took power, but then he got ousted by somebody else, and it just kind of goes around and around and around.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I didn't feel that change. Like, I kind of felt it was coming, because I was like, the whole movie's kind of just... You're, you're expecting this climax is going to happen, because... like with these like political kind of satire things like it's just just a lot of shit's going on it's kind of like dr strange love where just a lot of shit's going on and like it's a lot of like dry humor and then you have to throw something there at the end to like i don't know like to give it an oomph I, i don't know how to explain but like like with with like Doctor Strange Love, where they have the whole like, oh, we're gonna fucking drop the bomb, and there's a cowboy riding the the, the atomic bomb and all that. You're kind of like, oh, okay, cool that that's the big thing. But this one, I was like, they have to kill this fool. They they have to kill him. Like he's he's the antagonist. You can tell from afar. Like you're like they're gonna kill him or something was gonna happen. But I don't know. I like that change for me was more like, ah, we're here mm-hmm. finally. You know, the, the yeah. this is the end of the road.
0: Yeah, like, I knew it was going to happen, but it was just, for me, it was just, like, I guess I wasn't, like, I I, I thought it was going to be, like, carried out, like, a bit, not just, like, within the span of, like, um, five minutes. I think I was just selling, like enthralled in the the movie and in the story and like that it's for me it was just like a sudden thing like i wasn't expecting but i understand like if you were like ex- expecting it and, and like waiting for it then yeah like oh okay we're here kind of thing
3: yeah like that's how i felt with it i was like oh okay we're here cool let, let, let's get to it I'm, I'm assuming like you know his other show his other stuff is going to be like that as well like it feels like You kind of just jumped into the middle of some shit going down, and then when it ends, you're still in the middle. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. just it was just a day in the life kind of thing happening, and you're kind of like, okay, like life moves on and life happens beforehand kind of thing. I don't know. I was like, you can't. I don't. It just felt very like it's in the middle of this grander thing. But I I think it's because I knew like, oh, it's something that you know they're, they're satirizing real life and you know with other movies you go oh there's a climax and boom you're done i don't know for me i was like all right it's gonna happen some some shit's gonna happen i'm waiting for him to die and there you go mm.
1: mm-hmm. yeah i got uh, uh i mean i kind of saw where they were headed to as as it started coming up i mean i feel kind of like almost at the end like kind of like a documentary where uh you kind of already know what to expect and you kind of know where because you know how they kind of list off at the end like well then he raises yeah. the power then someone else gets the power and with the music and the stuff which isn't a bad way to end it I mean you know because you do get some of the laughs and you do get some of the stuff in the movie but it's very factual in, in the sense of the movie so watching it, it it felt like I was watching like a documentary with humor mm-hmm. I guess if I can put it that way Mm-hmm. and so and so uh you know I, when it once you once that scene happened and then i feel like the end with all the stuff is almost like the ramp down for it like it's a big scene was you know i mean I, they were working its way up everything was getting exciting The you know the army comes in they get their big plan then let's kill them and i mean everybody had vested interests at that point you already knew the army didn't want to lose power being the army because he was kind of bringing in his his own like secret service kind of special army I mean, it, but it, it was it was good. It was cool. Mm-hmm. Well, Sergio, what do you... Uh,
3: I mean, you're the one who picked it, so how, how do you feel?
4: So, I do... I think that you guys all do have a lot of great insights on it, especially everyone's interpretation on how the ending hit them. Me, personally, it's kind of like a, a mixture of both. Like, obviously, you know it's coming if you know the history. But just the execution of it... it a lot of the humor does rely on the pacing of it as well. It's like the pacing and just how it hits you and how the movie and their punchlines and their jokes and their characters and the dialogues hit you. And and sometimes it'll just be like long pauses of silence during a joke. Um, especially with Stalin's son when he does something stupid.
2: When he's, when he spit up and it landed in his face, I was fucking dying.
4: And it's just the portrayal of it. It's, I, I, I'm a fan of it because I just like the I enjoy the mockery of it and the stupidity of it and in terms of how that ending hits I'd say yeah mm-hmm. I, and going back to what Fred was saying about how it does feel kind of like a documentary I do agree with that and or a documentary with humor I do agree with that and
3: just like the like the Ted Bundy documentaries on Netflix fucking hilarious
4: hilarious by the same guys too. Steve Buscemi. I don't, I, I don't think Jordan I've seen it. As to, dude, Steve Buscemi. It <laughs> He's so good. But yeah, I just I. He's I, so
0: good that he looks like Zach Efron.
1: Yeah, uh, the Irishman. <laughs> to the fucking
3: T So twin brothers.
1: Uh, uh, not, not that I want to interrupt, but does he sing in that movie? Because if not, I think it's a misopportunity. Steve Buscemi.
0: No, Steve, no, oh, no, Zac, 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 Zac Efron. Efron. No, he yeah, doesn't sing. No, <laughs> yeah, he then, sings... Uh, the Great Showman. Come on, come on. Come on, guys. He, he,
3: <laughs> he sings, we're all in this together before he kills somebody. <laughs> Fantastic. He's he didn't actually great.
0: sing, we're all in this together, but whatever. He didn't? No, he <laughs> didn't sing in the first movie. Oh.
3: Bro, I he took was... a fucking leap. I was like, it sounds like one of those fucking... though <laughs> <laughs> <That's, laughs> you know, you're that's right with the movie.
0: So. No, you're right with the movie, but for some... F- Weird reason Disney didn't let him sing in the first movie. Oh, really? Yeah, but that's a whole other thing. Work <laughs> it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's a serial killer of a different color.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: but but anyways, <laughs> but anyways, with this movie, you know it's not the best movie out there, of course, and it, there's very it's very there's other things that are very similar to it, but the amount of scenes, I mean, the amount of great scenes, the amount of great. It's it's just and the character interactions, just each of the performances, always trying to one up the other, um, in like the most mellow way possible, I guess, or just like well,
0: like how they were like yeah they were like they're they them. were like mellowy like trying to like, be the best in yeah. in the characters too he,
2: yeah he, when Steve Buscemi stands for the Jeffrey Tambor at the funeral, he's just like what oh, the yes. fuck are you doing. <laughs>
0: Yeah, when he's like, let me get on this other side of you. It's, it's, it's just like,
2: like, <laughs> it makes it look like it's part
4: of Oh my god. There's so the much percent. like subtle, yeah.
2: just stupid shit like that. The whole movie is just
4: it. riddled with that kind of stuff, which is what I find enjoyable about it. And it's just it's it's entertaining to watch. I find it <laughs> the <too>.
0: hockey team. <laughs> and the hockey team. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just, I yeah, mean, just remembering just, all these like scenes and, and jokes. Yeah, and stuff. right. This is yeah. what
4: you go through when you watch the movie. The movie's just riddled with this kind of stuff. And that's yeah. how it's structured, which is why I find how it how it is structured very different to traditional things like this. Is because well, obviously, a lot of it's it's like its own genre now at this point. But that's how it that's how this genre is. It's structured and paced by these jokes that just keep coming and coming and coming. And I think that's what makes that ending hit some people that aren't expecting it because you're just so used to this flow, this constant flow of and almost like a barrage of just, you know, funny scene or joke or just something that's really funny or entertaining to watch. And then all of a sudden it gets cut off and silence. Yeah. And yeah, you know. yeah it's,
3: it's very British, super British. Oh, yeah, so yeah, I, tell you yeah.
0: I was just reminded of like the Stalin's son is like the son in that episode of the ID crowd where he busts into his father's, um,
3: Oh my god, dude, that father! was fucking godlike
0: father. So Matt Berry, oh my god, if Matt Berry
3: was in this movie, I would give it like way more like praise. Just because Matt Berry's godlike, but anyways. Oh
0: yeah. Okay. Um so let's wrap this up. Um any what are our final thoughts, recommendations? Um for me, I would definitely, definitely recommend this um movie. It's definitely like I get. See, you know, it was under the radar. It got really. It has really good critical acclaim, but just wasn't approached maybe because it is technically a British movie, and um, was a limited release. But yeah, British humor, independent film. Yeah, if you are a fan of British humor, definitely do, you know watch this. If you're a fan of Steve Buscemi, of of you know. Um, Jo- Jason Isaac, you know he's he definitely sh- you definitely see these actors like be these character these character actors that and um Jeffrey you John. know you you learn a little bit about history and I think I think with this and with uh, Jojo Rabbit, um, I think this is like a really good and effective way of telling historical stories. And this, mm-hmm. even though like like they might have some uh falsehood to them or you know with jojo rabbit it is like it is technically a fictional story but but there's some truth to it i think this is a really good way to um with these two films it's it shows that it's a really good way to kind of digest history
4: oh yeah if you know if you're familiar with the subject matter i think that you'll find extra enjoyment from it mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. you can so, see
2: Stalin
4: laying on the ground
2: Pissing himself, so it's yeah. pretty great <laughs> Fuck uh, that he, guy
0: Yeah, so definitely uh, uh, Recommend for me Very funny movie <laughs> Just remembering just You know, scenes will just make you laugh
2: Yeah, and I, I also gotta really recommend it um, Especially if, like me, you're a fan of dark humor You like satire you like very dry British stuff, which is like uh, that's right up my alley. And also, like if you like historical stuff, definitely check this movie out. It's a fucking riot. It's you know, um, it's it's a little bit of a downer, obviously. Like it's you don't really have anybody to root for. There's maybe like one character, uh, Stalin's daughter, who's not a completely horrible person. But yeah, it's 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 a really good watch. Check it out. Anybody who likes you know this kind of comedy, it's. Or, the, or likes history yeah
1: uh, for I don't like know. No, no, uh, you know uh, not really my cup of tea I'll be real uh, it wasn't bad the humor was good I mean I'd say give it a watch and see how you feel uh, at the end uh, it was I thought it was a good movie it's not a great movie it's probably I'm probably never gonna watch it again but I did enjoy at least watching it once so I, I think that's that's good on the movie. I'm actually like really on Fred's
3: uh, Fred's side as well. It's a solid movie. I wouldn't watch it again. And then I I do want to give people a fair warning. It's dry. Like it's British humor. Mm -hmm. So like don't expect like, you know, American style where it's laugh out loud, fucking jokes and jokes and (laughs) and all that stuff. Like this is dry. So like you're going to walk in and you're kind of going to be like, oh, okay. But if you watched in the loop and in the thick of it, you're going to definitely enjoy this because it's eerily similar. I mean, obviously the, the, the director wrote and, and did the show as well. And and if you're kind of like, I don't know, g- g- give uh, the thick of it an, a, an episode. If you don't want to like give a whole two hours and just watch it and see, like if you're into that, then you'll like just the Stalin. Um, but well, I will say though too, Peter Cavalli steals the show because he curses like a poet in that show. It's, just go on YouTube. Look up Peter Capaldi, in the thick of it, he—it's poetry in motion. His cursing—it's—it's it's amazing. And so but, is
2: he like the the how Jason Isaacs? I felt like for me at least, stole this movie. Is he the same kind of like
3: the, He's the general, right? Yeah, better, but he—he's he, better than the general. But, but what I will say this is like I don't think it's underrated. That's just my opinion. I, I don't think it's underrated. I feel like it's just yeah, in the middle. Like it's, it's a movie. That's it. It's just kind um, of one that
2: flew under
3: the radar. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it flew under the radar, but like I said, I'm with Fred. Like, I'm never going to watch it again. I'm just kind of like, hey, I enjoyed it for what it was. And yeah, that's pretty much my take on it.
0: All right, Sergio.
4: Oh, well, I, I've already said my opinion on it. I do enjoy it. And I think that, yeah, I could see how I got the reputation that I got, but I still believe that. I think more people that haven't seen it couldn't possibly enjoy it, and that's really why I recommended it. Is because I feel like there are people, like I just said, I like. I'm just gonna repeat myself. There are people out there who enjoy this kind of stuff who might have not seen it, and if they were to see it, then they would like it. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So overall, you know, give it a try. I think that's what. Uh, our consensus is yeah so definitely check out the death of Stalin
2: yeah and send us an email and tell us what you guys think mm-hmm. under castcompany at gmail.com
3: instagram facebook twitter everything like get out there um you know if you want to even like reach out to us i don't know if you guys have your own little ads and stuff you want to throw out there um if you want to just be like hey what's up you know i like this or I like that you know go on instagram twitter all that stuff
0: yeah, we're always you know, looking talk for to recommendations. Us, us mm-hmm.
3: For sure. Yeah. Go yeah. oh, for yeah, we would love to hear recommendations as well.
2: Yeah, I mean next week is uh Batman v Superman, but after that, you know, we've gotta figure it out. No.
3: Yeah, so next week is Batman v Superman <laughs> no. overrated? Is Batman V Super I know it has a, a rotten tomato score of one hundred percent. Do you, <laughs> you agree with that? The now, Snyder Cut all actually the, has
2: a five percent. The regular the theatrical one hundred. They've
3: they got another five once they release the Snyder cut. The the ultimate cut, yeah, the ultimate cut, one hundred twenty seven percent. Five. Hours but I know long. you fuckers are gonna go on RT right now and be like, we're <laughs>
0: wait." And and there you go, the Undercast uh, company not going one podcast without mentioning Batman v Superman. Good. Okay. No, I'm gonna.
3: I'm, yeah, we I made mean, that before.
0: Have we we brought that, that up before? before. Yes, we bring it up
3: all the time. I don't think so. I don't think so. Go, think go, go. Think Check the tapes. Check the tapes. The, the, I don't this think is so. the first I, time I we've don't. ever brought it up. I, I, yeah. Like, guys, I get it. It's one of my favorite films, but I don't bring it up all the time. Yeah, come on. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: Okay.
2: It's like I don't think I've ever mentioned Lost on this podcast either. Who <laughs> <all, all, all.
0: laughs> <All laughs> right.
3: is David Fincher? <laughs>
0: alrighty guys let's wrap this up so thanks for, every- thanks for listening everybody hit that subscribe button on your podcasting app to make sure you are always notified when a new episode of this show comes out and continue to hear us babble and please if you are willing to give us a rating and a review it really helps and lets us know what else you'd like to hear from us and this podcast because we can only get better with your help So once again we are the undercast company made up myself, Ariel, and my brother Sergio Ortiz. Junior. Junior. Um, and Fred Torres and Alan Torres.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? What's up, dude?
0: And Derek McDuff. Senior.
2: Also the only one. Senior. Uh,
0: and um, we also have comic, DC, and convention content on our Nerd Incorporated YouTube page and nerd inc- at Nerd Incorp on social media. Gaming and tech content we have on our District 6 YouTube and at District 6 with no vowels on social media. And um, we have Marvel discussions on our Marvel podcast Infinity Stones and Dragon Bones with me and Derek. Um, we'll probably, hopefully, touch base on the Marvel universe um, once it kicks starts closer to um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So we'll be back soon with another film. So stay tuned and thanks for being amazing.
1: Later, everybody. Bye. See you another
2: life.
3: Bye.